a nice quick intro today because I have channeled my inner Jimmy Bang Bang and uh, double, triple, quadruple booked myself. A lot going on. Uh, get these get these plugs out the way. Check out your boy Tiny Sumo, punchy, kicky, grappling, all things martial arts. Just uh, just moving into commentary. He hosted the uh, the latest Path to Heck show in in Melbourne the other day. Whenever when you're listening to this, I have to say the other day because it. I don't know when you're listening. Um, should be a lot more commentating all the major MMA promotions around Australia. So check that out. Check out your boy Tiny Sumo. Type him. Type him in there. He's on everything. He's everywhere, and he's on everything. Um, also check out our product, Jamu Tonic, uh, a turmeric health tonic we discovered in Indonesia that we brought back and then chucked a whole heap of extra stuff in there that we think and we feel is real good for you too. So if you got inflammation, immunity. Metabolism, digestive health, and it's naturally low in sugar. So again, I use it for little niggly injuries, uh, lower back pain, elbow pain. I think it helps. There's some links to some peer-reviewed scientific evidence on our uh, on our website. If that's your so way inclined, otherwise, um, I feel like it works really good. If you're that way inclined, also uh, check it out. Use the use the discount code DC Podcast for twenty percent off. All right, enough of that nonsense. Uh, today's podcast is with Ash Constant. Uh, she runs a yoga studio in Melbourne. And I forgot the name of her yoga studio. And like a dum-dum, the name of her yoga studio is Ash Constant's Yoga Studio. It's her name. It's a yoga studio. All you need to know, if you're in Melbourne, check it out. Otherwise, listen to the podcast and enjoy. All right, peace out. I'll kiss you on the lips and take you to Italy. <laughs> That is a classic. Shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Anyway, no time for nonsense. Gotta get down to business. We're gonna get straight to the point. We've got no time for nonsense. No time for messing around. Straight to the point. No time for fluffing about. You're straight to it. Just straight to the point. Just gotta get on with it. Better not be honey with me, bro. Don't you look at me in that tone of voice. I'm Peter Zane. Now, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce to you from the depths of our twisted imaginations. The DCE Pirate Radio Podcast. It doesn't make any sense. The Pirate Radio Podcast, my friend. You're such an idiot. <laughs> right. Hello and welcome to another exciting adventure of DC Pirate Radio. We have no Jimmy Bang Bang today, which, as I was, uh, as I was mentioning to our guests, probably for the best. We'll probably have a uh, informative and, and straightforward conversation for a change. Never, never know. I'm friends with him for a reason. There's a good chance I will I will take this off track also. Um, but on today's podcast, we have Ash Constance. That I'm saying I, I normally get named wrong. I feel like it's pretty hard to get that right. That was perfect. That was great. <laughs> yeah. I have forgotten the name of your yoga studio, so that's a that's a bad start. I'll get you to say that so that we can get that out there straight away. Yep, so my yoga studio is basically my name, Ash Constance Yoga Studio. Um, I'm the umbrella of my company, which is Amazing You. I know, so it's a little bit um, perfect. It's easy to remember. So, um, yeah, we were talking about before why um, why we reached out to you to have a bit of a chat on the podcast. And, you know, the way we do things is, uh, a little bit of dumb luck and not a lot of, a lot of, a lot of feeling, not a lot of thinking in terms of who we reach out to. And it just, uh, you seemed, you, you popped up on the day that we were thinking about yoga. So I'm like, you know what, let's, let's talk to someone who probably knows a little bit more about the subject than us. So, um, I suppose an easy question is how did you get, like, how did you get into it? 
what what's it like? How do you start a yoga school? Like how does how does that even come about? Great question. So I started yoga when I was fourteen, yeah. and I used to watch um, Yoga TV on Foxtel at the time. That's a thing. And so that's how I started started to get into it, um, just by watching this program that kind of spoke about yoga. It was very gentle, but it would talk about the different therapeutic um, benefits of each posture that we would do and why yoga was so good for the mind. And so I loved that whole aspect of it. And so I thought, why don't I go to like a yoga, if, if there's any yoga schools or yoga centers where I can start to do yoga um, a little bit more frequently rather than just watching um, a TV screen. And so I started to do a bit of yoga at the local gym. Um, but with that, the thing with that was there was probably about five elderly women every single time. There was only about one class a week. Yeah. At that time, yoga just wasn't very, um, it was very hippie-ish um, when I first started and it wasn't the way it is now. And so I continued to go each week, um, but the teacher was always like a different teacher and it wasn't very consistent. So I remember reading an article um, in one of the magazines and it was talking about Madonna and how she did this yoga called Bikram yoga. And it had this amazing picture of her with her, you know, biceps. And um, she said, I do Bikram yoga, which is done in a 40 degree heated room. And so, wow, I was like, I love Madonna. Um, this sounds amazing. I want to try this. So I looked up Bikram Yoga and the first studio that popped up in Melbourne was um, in the city. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to go there. So I went there when I was about, this would have been about 16 at the time and um, thought to myself, you're reasonably fit. You can do this. And the teacher warned me before I, I went in the class, you know, it's, it's hot, it's hard. You might feel like you're going to die, but you'll be okay. And I, th- I was a little bit arrogant at the time. And I thought, now nah, I've got this and, um, and did the class. And honestly, it was the hardest thing I'd ever done. But at the same time, it was the best thing I'd ever done. And from that moment, I knew I was like, oh, my God, like I am going to teach this. Like I'm, I just knew. It was just this feeling. And so um, long story short, I ended up going over to Palm Springs um, with a scholarship to go and do the teacher training and, um, and did that for nine weeks and then travelled the world teaching yoga, came back and finished off my chiropractic degree and then I started to teach at just yoga studios around Melbourne, a lot of them. And it wasn't until last year that I decided to open my own studio. So I kind of, it took me 10 years to get to the point of wanting to open up my own studio. That's it. That's interesting. I had a similar, it sounds like you, uh, you thought about it more and you had a more of a direct line, but I was training for about 10 years before I opened my martial arts school as well. And that's been open for about the same amount of time. So we might be able to, we might be able to find some common ground on a few, on a few of those things. So, um, I've always had a bit, I've always had a, um, I'm sure you have these students. I have these students at, at, at my, at my place as well. Whereas I like the idea of yoga a lot more than I like doing yoga. Um, it's one of those things. It's like, it's the first thing that I drop. I have those students again. Oh, I like it. I talk about it. I've done it. You know, I've probably done a hundred sessions in my life. Um, but that's kind of a hundred sessions over the course of two or three years. So not very consistent. And I reckon it's probably been a good, a good solid six months since I've done 
done it at all from my, yeah, I'll do it once a fortnight has just turned into none. Yeah. Yeah. What would your, like, what would your recommendation, like how often should people do it? I suppose to first, I might just ask you like from a general population perspective, if this is the only thing you do, how often would you recommend people kind of look at getting into it? Um, I would say at least three times a week. Um, but you know, in saying that, whatever you can do, if it's just about maintaining consistency. And so for me, if you can commit to once a week, but actually stay committed, that's, that's going to have a massive effect and impact on your life. But if it was only that you were doing yoga and nothing else, then three, four times a week would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I normally say to people, when people ask me like, how much should I train? I I say, tell me you're going to be here three times a week. And make sure you get here at least twice. Because everyone always yeah, does less great. than they actually say. So if yeah. you start off saying, I'm going to do once a week, that turns into once a fortnight. And then before you know it, you're doing a whole lot of not much. Correct. Yep. How do you, um, how do you structure your classes? So do you, do you offer different types of yoga? I do. So this is the thing. This is why I did open my own studio because I'm kind of a little bit different to most yoga uh, teachers. And so I really needed to differentiate myself from the rest of the studios because I was finding that I was in, uh, they allowed me to teach my style. Um, I kind of just, because I've been practicing, sing for so long and I'm so into my practice I kind of just decided like you know um that these these yoga types of yoga are really great but what if you could add a bit of this and I thought why don't I add a bit of the chiropractic knowledge that I have and add a bit of this and you know add good music and stuff like that and create it into like a one uh, like a one hour class and so started to do that at the other yoga studios and I was finding that the, the students that were coming like my class it and they wanted more of it and that's kind of why I opened up my own studio and so for me um, my style of classes at this studio are unique to anywhere that you would find really anywhere in the world Um, and that's because I thought you know what if you're going to put something out there you have to make for me it has to be different and it has to be engaging and it has to be fun and it has to be relatable and um, that's why my type of classes that I have here are different to anywhere that you'll find Um, but if it's just for your your listeners that just want to do yoga regularly or have some consistency you need to find a space that feels good for you and also a teacher that you resonate with like you know if you're not into you know soft classical music and you find that boring then you need to sort of go to someone that's a bit more edgy and you know has a bit more um appeal to them that you like it's just about finding what you like within yoga and and that's how you'll stick with it i think yeah well the, the first thing the fact that you do it for an hour you have like you've already won me over because i my ADD <laughs> kicks in I've, I've, there's so many times i've been in a class and it's about five it's, it's an hour and five minutes and i'm like i want to be anywhere but doing what i'm doing right now like i yeah. i enjoyed what i was doing i'm glad that i've done it i've done enough i'd like to go now please i do the same like i coach yeah. classes that sometimes go for an hour and a half and i i zone out and i'm the one doing it so i can't imagine i can't imagine that whole hour and a half it's just it doesn't work so the fact that it's, it sounds yeah. like you were you've modernized it a little bit for make it a little bit more accessible for for different types of personality types but what, would you, what else would you like? What would you say 
is kind of the defining thing that makes what you're doing different? I would say, what may I mean, probably what exactly what you said, modernizing it, because there's a lot of, and I come across a lot of people in, in the field of yoga where they're very traditionalists, you know, they're stuck back in the past. They're yep. very, which is great. You know, that's fine. But for me, I'm more about, I'm, I'm about the people that walk in here. I need to make sure that every person that comes to my class leaves feeling better about themselves. And as a teacher, you need to be able to communicate in various different ways to the old guy in the back, to the young, you know, teenager that likes to listen to Drake, you know, you've got to be able to cater for every single person in your room and make sure that they're getting something out of it. And so for me, every single time I, I teach a class, that is my, that is my aim. Yeah, no, I, I, I get you. There's, there's obviously there's a lot of that in martial arts as well. There's a lot of um, I do it this way because because a, an old man sitting on a mountain told me that I'm supposed to do it this way. And and sometimes that's you know sometimes trial and error and the old ways are great. And sometimes yeah. a little bit more science or a little bit more modern thinking can also make it better. Um, Absolutely. Just doing something because it's the way that it's always been done. For instance. Like I say to many of my students, I go, I'm not, I'm not Japanese. I don't, I don't have a um, traditional Asian background, so I don't expect you to call me sensei. Like I don't, that's not my culture. I can respect it. I can respect what other people do. It's not my culture, so it feels weird for you to say that to me. It's a different, it's a different thing. So call me coach. Call me by my name. I don't really care as long as you, as long as you are showing respect. I'm okay with it. You don't, I don't need um, overt bowing and all these, you know, the more traditional ways of thinking because just doesn't work for me and it doesn't work for a lot of other people as well. Um, and the people yeah. it does work for, for that's, that's great as well. Um, yoga as well. One of the things I think puts people off, um, well, especially is that there's a weird relationship with yoga with like martial arts. So you'd think martial arts would attract a lot of like meatheads, um, a mm-hmm. lot of, uh, a lot of guys that would think, you know, yoga's for girls, that kind of mentality where yeah. in reality it ends up, it's just a lot of nerds that do martial arts. It's a lot, of, it's a lot more <laughs> open-minded than you think. Um, and yeah. especially more lately, there's a lot of, you know, like mindfulness meditations, um, sports psychology, yoga practices, the importance of recovery. A lot of that stuff is actually very prevalent in many of the good, the good gyms. Um, and there are, there actually is quite a lot of people that they're into their martial arts that, that do yoga. Um, right. and yeah, again, from my experience, I really, really like it, but I found there was a lot of environments that didn't really cater for my energy. There's a lot of yeah. places I went to where, their target market was 30 to 45-year-old women. Yes. And they structured the class that way. And running a business, I would also structure my class that way because I want to keep my clientele happy. Um, yeah. But how, like, how do you go about trying to incorporate different personalities and different people that might want to do it? Is that why you have different classes? Do they attract different types of people? That's or? why I have different classes, yeah. So you've got one, we've got a class called MediFlow, which is more that um, deep, nourishing, relaxing style of yoga class where you will have that music that's quite, you know, relaxing and deep. Yeah. Um, and they re- that really caters for the people that just want to have this kind of experience where they're zened out yeah. and they leave feeling just like they have the best sleep great digestion, all of that. Um, and then slow flow, which is probably my signature class, is more, um, you know, I'll be playing ACDC, Eminem. Like it depends who's in the room. Yeah. Um, but I'm really strongly connected to music and I, that has to be a big factor for me. 
um, and in terms of getting on the beat and moving with the beat. Um, and that's a lot more strenuous. And I do have infrared panels, so it is hot. Like I do warm. It's not as hot as like 40 degrees Bikram, which is what, yeah. where I came from originally. Um, but it can get from about, you know, 32 to about 37 degrees. Yeah. And the reason for that is that heat has such a profound impact on the body in terms of our muscle extensibility, but yeah. also from a de- detoxifying point of view as well. But that's more strenuous. So people that don't want that whole strenuous, I'm going to sweat it out type of rigor, they wouldn't come to that. But I find that at my studio, they're they're kind of, they're all trying a bit of everything. They love the mix. Um, And what I love is I get a lot of guys, don't I? So there's a lot of men coming, which I think is fabulous, um, which means that I'm, because I really wanted to tap into that as well, um, just because, like you said earlier, there's like this whole perception that yoga is just for, you know, women or, um, you know, people that are already flexible, which is so not the case. What do you you think about... um so my, I'm very time poor. Obviously, I'm, you probably can relate to this. I'm, I'm at my gym six days a week running my own classes. So there's not a lot of time for me to do my own thing. Um, but one yes. thing I've found appealing lately is there's some, there's some online yoga courses that, again, I, I'm, the, I'm more, much more likely to do it for 15 minutes every day than I am to yes. do it for one hour once a week. It's just my personality type. I'm, I'm a bit all or nothing, but I don't have an hour every day to dedicate. What's your star sign? uh pisces okay great yeah makes sense continue yep don't don't that doesn't it always make sense isn't that the (laughs) (laughs) no it really makes sense yeah keep going Um, what do you you think about the online ones do you think like do you do you need a teacher because i know what i feel for about online teaching in my own thing and it's like it can be helpful but you know there's a reason that people go to a teacher somewhere but what's your thoughts about you know online yoga courses, kind of just figuring it out on your own? I think it's great because the more the world does yoga, the better. And if that's five minutes consistently, then I'm happy with that. Yeah. You're obviously going to get a better experience when it's, you know, with a person in the right environment, the vibes, the atmosphere, the energy. Of course, you're going to get a better experience, like more deeper. Yeah. Um, but if you're still doing, like if you're doing it five minutes every day or 15 minutes every day watching a screen, like that's great because, again, it's just about consistency. And the other one, like the thing that confused me when I started is I, I think yeah. I know the answer, but it'd be good to get your answer on it. It's like what's the difference between yoga and just stretching? So like I used to play sport and we would stretch after training. Um, yeah. Again, not a problem. Yeah, why wouldn't you stretch? But if that if someone had suggested to me as a fourteen year old boy that I went and did yoga for fifteen minutes after training, I would have given him a funny look and probably gone and then watched, um, gone and watched wrestling on TV or something. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like stretching is just a means to an end. You're just literally holding a position, and you know whatever the action is, toes towards your face, whatever, I, I'm feeling a stretch down my calf or my hamstring. With yoga, it's the, the, the focus is on the breath. Yeah. So you've got it. your focus isn't on that stretch, it's on the actual breath and subsequently you're in a stretch which feels great but you're really focused on the breathing. That's, that's the whole, everything with yoga starts and finishes with breathing. So it's all about the breathing um, but you just so happen to be in a certain shape 
And while you're breathing in that shape, you start to get deeper into that shape. Therefore, you get deeper into the stretch. Whereas when you're just stretching, like I said, it's just an action. Yeah, you'll feel something, but you're actually not being mindful because you're not really focusing on the breathing. Yeah. So with the breath stuff, so again, I'm seeing a lot... I think yoga and the martial arts stuff I do, there's actually quite a lot of similarities. A lot of things you're talking about, talking about hitting home, but the breath work in, in martial arts circles is very important as well. Um, do you, have you heard about like Wim Hof method and things like that? Does that yes. That yeah. goes over to your, your world. What, what do you think about that? I've, I've tried it and I, I put it in the, I don't know enough about this to know if it does anything category. So it'd be great to hear your thoughts. On, on that method in particular? I suppose that method in particular and then just the breathing methods in general. I think, I mean, yeah, look, there's a lot out there now um, and because we have the internet, we're so fortunate to have access to so many, so many different movements um, of people that everyone's following that are, you know, preaching these different type of methods that seem to be like life-changing, which is great. Um, I think it's just like reading a book. Like there's so many amazing books out there. What what resonates with you? Stick with that. Does that make sense? I feel like they're all just a different translation of saying a similar thing. It's all about energy. Um, so whatever works for you, you can try one thing. And if it doesn't stick, then try something else. But don't stop altogether. Yeah. Just keep going until you find something that fits you and feels right for you. And again, like we don't need to be doing, uh, you know, you don't need to be practicing this sort of stuff like for hours a day or, you know, thing where it starts to get annoying. You just want to be implementing just a little bit each day or a little bit twice a week or whatever. If it's breathing, if it's yoga, if it's martial arts, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I've sort of tried a few different things of, of just, just like him and different people that I've heard um, to be quite influential. But there hasn't been one thing that I've been like, wow, that's, you know, that's everything for me. Yeah. So I just keep discovering. He's got a cool story. I think that certainly, you know, the, the whole does. swimming in the ice and you know, some of those feats he's done, which yeah. in my mind there's got to be, there's got to be at least some aspect of that is he's just unique physically, his unique. Correct. Method. And then his method contributes, contributes a part towards that. But I feel like not anyone could do that. And like I've, I've, there's got to be more to the story than that, but you know, it makes, it makes it sound cool. And it makes it interesting to people like me because I would never have thought about it. It's an avenue in. Um, then you hear about this guy, you know, climbing Mount Everest and his jocks and you're like, well, You've, you've story. Now tell me more about this. Tell me more. Yeah, yeah. And I think the beautiful thing is these people are so themselves and they're so, you know, individual. And if we can take that aspect from them, I mean, that's awesome. Great. Yeah. Well, I've run out of dumb yoga questions. So is there is there anything else that you wanted to get there? I've managed to get to our about 20, 25-minute mark. So I didn't run out of dumb questions early. That was what I was – that was my only concern. But – there's no limit to dumb questions. Um, is there anything you'd like, I suppose this is the, uh, the, the promotional part of it. Is there, is there anything you'd like to promote, whether your pages, your website, your studio itself, your Melbourne base. So we're obviously Australia based, we're Adelaide based, but we have, we have quite a few friends over, over in Melbourne. So there would be some people listening to this that, that might actually be able to pop down and see you in person as well. 
Perfect. Well, if you're in Melbourne, whenever you're in Melbourne, we'd love to catch up and you can come and do some yoga. Um, so the website is hotyogastudios.com.au. Um, but basically, I'm most active on Instagram under my name, Ash underscore Constance, and Facebook. So there, they're probably, if you want to reach me, I'm, I'm sort of starting to put out a lot of, um, a lot more practical yoga videos of just like, you know, how you said dumb yoga questions, just simple. Yeah. Um, because, you know, there's a lot out there now that's very complicated of just, you know, seeing the aesthetic of a beautiful yoga posture, yeah. but most of that can be quite unattainable. So I just want people to be able to touch their toes, you know. So I'm just putting out there a lot of practical stuff that's like 15 to 30 seconds of just being able to, okay, I could try that today and that's my yoga for today and that's awesome. So, yeah, they're probably the the best um, ways to reach me. Yeah, that's that's really cool. Again, there's, there's so many sim- – again, the more we talk, the more there's the similarities to what I'm doing. So we, I find that there's a bit of an arms race in martial arts techniques as well where people are worried about doing the same technique or they're worried about showing something that's boring. So they come up with this yeah. stuff that's overly complicated. Like it, it, it works, but also not everyone can do that and – there's probably a much easier way to get the same result that doesn't quite look as cool. Um, so it sounds yeah. like it sounds like you're doing the same type of thing. Again, do the basics well um, and and worry about doing fancy stuff later. Correct. It'll just come, like just through practice, and that's the beautiful thing. But that's not the goal. The goal is just to stay consistent and just to do it in such, like even baby steps, you know, with everything. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for your time. Um, we'll wrap this up and we'll be in touch soon. Thank you for having me. Have a great day. You too.